Welcome, bonjour, bienvenidas. This is Ellie, your Nottingham Forest fan back on the show. And I'm not here alone. With me, I have first starting with my Juventus fan. Hello, I'm Peter, proud Juventus fan. Okay, and is that all? Are you just proud or has something been happening in the transfer news lately? Some, has something happened? <laughs> Uh, we've, we've signed Pogba back, we've signed Di Maria. Like, Allegri is quietly putting things in place. Okay, so something, something is bubbling at your side. That's good. Exactly, exactly. Wonderful. And we have usual resident on the show, Herman. Please introduce yourself. Hello, Ali. Um, I'm Herman. I'm a Spurs fan, as you know, and I'm very happy with all that is happening with my team. Mm-hmm. There's more to come. We've just given Basa some money to help them by taking Clement Lenglet on loan. But we'll show them that they don't know how to manage things. We'll manage it for them. They can continue turning their stadium into an event center. We will show them how to run a proper club. That, that's a good job there that you've given to the next podcaster, uh, Bright. Right, please introduce yourself. Right, I'm Renaud Auditor in the city of Barcelona. <laughs> That's it. Your team needs your services. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Herman started it all very nicely by saying your team doesn't know how to manage players. And I'm inclined to agree with him. A lot of players are maybe leaving Barcelona. But at the same time, you also have a, a, a good chunk of players coming into Barcelona. We have Frank Kessier. Then we also have a few players coming in from Chelsea. But maybe let's start first with you, Bright. How do you see the transfer business in Barcelona that has panned out over the past week? All right, Bright, Bright's network is a bit low. But I'll just like, like you. Barcelona. Barcelona. <laughs> they, are not, they are not effective, they have loaned it. But I mean, Ellie, you can go on. Yeah, so I wanted to hand it off to Peter. Peter, tell us how you see the Barcelona transfers in the past few days. Okay, I'll, I have a skewed, a skewed stance on, on their dealings, but let, let me be objective here. I think they are doing very good business. Uh, they are using their cloud to a very good effect and they are attracting very good players who would solve problems in their team. My, my concern is you have some other good players in your team. Why add these numbers and how are you going to like manage the squad? Because we've seen from, from other experiences and other teams that if if you have more than twenty five players, then now the issues start because every one of them needs playing time and all that. And there's a World Cup year, so I, I would like to see how they manage all these these additions they are doing. It's it's nice you speak about them adding um, making additions and there are players who are even yet to join. 
not not to talk about Lewandowski who wants to come in, Rafina. So Herman, how are they going to manage all of this? You know, it's quite shocking. I thought when Juan Laporta came back, he was coming back to fix things. I saw that at the start where I think strategically he let Messi go because Messi was draining the club of everything. Then also, Messi was the one covering their mistakes for them because he was good and he's that exceptional. We didn't think Barca had issues till he went and things got opened up. I don't understand why they want to buy Lewandowski when they have Obama Young, DP. I don't understand where where their issues actually lie. Is it that they don't, they've not identified what their issues are? Because from top, I mean, management level to manager, they should be right now looking at transfers. I mean, I understand the Kese one because obviously the free transfer, Kese is good. Christiansen is good. He enhances or increases their, I mean, their defense. He makes them better. I even heard this week that they are owing some players like Piqué, Sergio Busquets and De Jong. I don't but know that, why. It's 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 funny. I I I chanced on a document and <laughs> you you'll be shocked the 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 amounts they owe these players and yes yeah I don't know what kind of financial engineering they are doing. They are I, doing that, and they are still they still want to buy players. This is a thing. I think this is public knowledge, but don't you think there's something about the law of Barcelona that people can't seem to stay away from. So if Barcelona comes calling, they'll go there first. That's okay. Mm-hmm. But that, that we understand. But the problem is that why would a, a chairman like Juan Laporta, a president, you know your team is in financial crisis. You need money. You have already good players on your books. It's not like you're selling them. You can't offload them. So right. why would you go and still be chasing others? Because look at the Rafinha case like this. Mm-hmm. Early that part, on the player's part, there is the lure. So the player will want to wait for that. He's playing store or he's playing the ball game trying to wait for them. Now, this is the case where Barcelona has to sell before they can buy. You've no sold. So why will you start negotiation for another? Why will you even go for Rafinha? When you have a DP, you have a good front line. You, I mean, for me, but Barcelona's team last season were that competitive enough when Xavi came in. One would say, oh, new manager bounce. But if there was a new manager bounce to carry the team like that, then the, the, the team has that potential to be good if the manager can stay, if they have a better manager. Obviously, if there's a new manager bounce and they are playing well, then that means the players, they can play well. Why would they, every time they need a new manager bounce? So we, they, need, we they, need counsel for the defense of Barcelona, right? Right. In, in the courtroom to defend all these attacks that are coming from Herman and Peter. Counsel for the defense, Peter, are you, uh, sorry, I said Peter, Bright, are you on the line? You have to say something. They are just put throwing arrows at your team. I, I did mention last week on the podcast that mm-hmm. we are not, we are, we are not, we are not making problems solving signings. Rafinha is a great player, but mm-hmm. they are other departments of our game we need so, to... so yeah so yeah also train more coal, uh, coal into the fire you're also lambasting barcelona you a barca fan yes and i want to go way back to when we signed Neymar. when Neymar arrived one of our legends did mention of the fact that now that Neymar is in we can get rid of messi for financial reasons 
we, 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 when we saw Messi, we get money, we, we balance the books and all that. But we decided to go the Real Madrid way. Barcelona was known, we are not known for buying big players, like buying players for such big amounts. But we had, at that point, we had Neymar, we had Suarez, we had, uh, what's the name? We had Messi and other big names. And all these players take huge sums of wages. We, we, it was on the footballing grounds, we were entertaining and all that. But in, in the financial books, we are, all, we, are, we are always... But maybe owned. they can afford to spend the money. After all, they have Spotify. Why not? You have ah, the money. Ah, spend ah, it. Ah, What's the money there for? Really... Uh, Peter, Peter, come in here. I think you want to say something. I mean, the money is there. Let me tell one. Let me tell one. Spotify is actually... dynamics around this. They, they owe over a billion pounds. If, okay. if, there was, if there was Spotify Pro Max, they would have given our training ah. facilities. Mm. All right. But, uh, but I think I think Spotify is just to, there to provide the music. So when you go and rent the event center, then you get music. <laughs> ah, no. We know they are shirt sponsors. And to be a short shirt sponsor, you have to be carrying a lot of dough. Do. Peter, you wanted to say something before uh, I think uh, you Enough stop. The point is, at, at, at the end of their financial year, they needed money to be able to register players. And Spotify came in. They had to sell some, some of their rights and all that. Now they've sold the naming right as well. The, the, the issue they were trying to solve is being compounded the more by Laporte. Even with those Rafinha deals, I understand they are negotiating to start payment from next year. That's when the first tranche is going to go. Why why put yourself in this other mess when when your books are already not clean? That is the truth. It's baffling. It's baffling. It doesn't make sense why you go all the end for someone. This is not like a change in... This guy, Rafin, I'm not saying he's so good. I mean, that's also quite... He's good... I mean, we saw what he did with Leeds. Guaranteed. How many goals will he guarantee? Maybe 10 goals, 10 assists. I'm just yeah. doing double figures because in, in, maybe Messi and Ronaldo made this thing that if someone scores more than 20, 30, that's when the person says start. But honestly, I'm happy about Richarlison, for example, because he will give me 10 goals, 10 assists. Maybe, you know. But look at this Rafina guy. But you have Obama Young who came on. You have Edipe. You have the Young. You have, I mean, but fair enough, PK is old. But you Maybe have Yes. And, 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 and it's very yes. interesting that they are rather loaning out their defenders. When Bright said on the show last time, their defense is wobbling. That is true. That's, that's the problem area they have to solve. And the kind yes. of names being mentioned is a bit frightening for me. Alonso is in the twilight of his, his career. Um, of course, Alonso is in is in the twilight of his career. Why, you know? So Peter, all their defenders are on, the, when, when are on I, the other side of thirty. Because if Daniel Alves is still there, then you have no. Uh, they they, they, they said they want to let Alves go. All right. So yeah. they have Gerard Piquet. They have Alonso. So almost everyone on the other side of 30. PK, they can't let him go because they are owing him. If they let him take his million, 42 million euros. How? But, but you see, for me, 
Mm-hmm. You know what Peter just said? Mm-hmm. When I heard they were going after Alonso, Cesar, and the others, I even thought the plan to go after those guys was because they were less expensive. And no, no, even Marcos Alonso, they'll pay money for him too. If you are going to pay money for Marcos Alonso, ah, that one, let whoever explain your level. Your diaba is there. Let him still play. Uh, Marcos Alonso doesn't solve their problem. You are letting Clement Lenglet go. But you let him go. You see, the loan, do you know that this loan we are going, we are not paying any loan fee. I'm saying we, that's best, you know. Uh, the thing that we have good management now, like, yeah. So we are not paying any loan fee. We are just paying for, okay, I think we'll pay a loan fee, then we'll pay well, his salary. There was one yeah. panelist on the show last week who said that the coach knows what he wants. So if the Ellie, coach you is see, bringing last in week, attacking players, maybe that's last, how he last week, yeah. last week, Ellie, that Last week, I wanted to point Wait, that thing. That, that thing about the coach knows what he That's why they are sacked sometimes. You see, from where we sit, from uh, where we... That's why they, often, they are sacked. <laughs> Eh, ah, okay. But from where we sit, I don't even think Javi is the one making the signings. Honestly, that's the point. There's this guy ah. Alena or what he's called. There's, yeah. there, there's another fast now. You persuaded uh, Dembele to to agree to your terms. Now you are still pursuing Rafinha. Aha. Uh-huh. And I even so hear that it? um Frankie De Jong has lost confidence in the Barca leadership because of how they wanted to sell him. And he still he doesn't want to reduce his um, salary in order to stay at Barca, and they're also thinking of maybe letting him go, booting him out. But see, this guy gave he agreed took a cut for two years on a trot. Now, when he he's like actually going to get what is due, and he's not even planning on leaving, you are booting him out because he he has resale value, and the way you go about. Like, the, I, I just don't know how to put it, but it's more or less like I, we are better and you are nobody. Like, you are nobody. That's that's how Laporta is going about the whole thing. And it's, mm-hmm. sometimes it's, it's okay, annoying. Uh, right, right. Do you see any light at the end of the tunnel for, for, for Barca? For Barcelona, I, mm-hmm. I think there's no light in, in the next two years. Then, right, why are you supporting that team? Uh, <laughs> Because 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 it's football. I need to support my team in in good and bad times. And the, the you is, make a very good husband in good and bad times. Please continue. You have to shoot him to us now. He, he can support us now through and through. A little bit beyond situation. Okay. Barcelona, Barcelona are so unfair to non-Catalonia players. Let's say Frankie Dion was a Catalan. Would you think he'll be going through such treatments? That's another look good at, point. Yes, look that's at, true. Look at Jordi Alba. Why, why are they bringing Marco Alonso? Look at Jordi Alba. Look at Marco Alonso. Look at Cesar Aspligueta. Just because they have that Catalonia kind of train. I don't understand. Mm. Because you have Sergino Dest. So why? Same, same way when Abida assumed the uh, sporting director uh, role, he was just signing French players, whether good or bad, just signing French players. So I, I think 
the politics there is too much. But, but don't you sign players that you know the most? And most likely, the players who you know the most are the ones from your own club. Remember, Zalosu. You, you see, with um, Manchester now, they are signing only Dutch players. So it's, it's good. Where you want to go? They, they, the idea, you see, for them, you see, that's why we said, as a good team, Mm-hmm. Listen, let me tell you, any right now, I think one of the best run teams I've seen is Manchester City. Listen, mm-hmm. honestly, I like what they are doing. You see, Sterling is gone. Sterling is gone today for close to 50 million cities. And the bottom of that 50 team million cities, hey, please. Hey, 50, proper, sorry, 50 million pounds. I'm in Ghana, that's why. <laughs> 50 million. 50 million pounds. Okay. Don't worry, our money is lightweight also. But yeah, we'll get there. 50 million pounds, Eli. Uh-huh. This same 50 million pounds is what they bought Sterling for five or six years ago from Liverpool. If they are not a thing, this Sterling that they are, they've sold, they will replace him. Listen, they are giving Maris, they are trying to extend Maris's contract. They sold Gabriel Jesus, replaced him with the Argentine, the River Plate guy. All right. Alvarez. Now they brought in Haaland. These guys are 21, 22. 20. Listen, at the end of the day, if a coach comes to a team, eh, me cry me, me to I'm at 40, but it's fine. And the coach wants a trophy or wants to make a name. So the coach decides to sign players based on his affinity or his style. That's why the, that's when the team gets affected. But there's a sporting director. There is a club strategy and there is a plan. Listen, that one, if you take Guardiola out, the next one that will come will fit because there is a strategy and a plan to which the team is being driven towards. City are no, trying to sign another no. goalkeeper to contest was Edison. So the Manchester side signing the Dutch players, well, you could say maybe the coach knows them and he wants to bring them on board. But we all know the history between these RDC uh, uh, guys. Only Suarez came and he and other, I think, Vanish Troy and the others. But recent times, all the people that have come, except uh, Stevie Benwin, uh, the rest, I won't talk for them. He's the only one who has. Benwin even didn't do Papa. Yeah. I, I, I oh, yes. He, with you. he gave Benman. me some moments. He gave me some moments. I'm okay. Uh, <laughs> my, my, my take on, on this issue is that. Uh-huh. Guardiola, Guardiola, even in a perfectly run system, had issues. His first year, he didn't win anything. Yes. Until he started buying players he liked. So, yes, the structure helps. But you must also give the coach a benefit of doubt. Allow him also to bring what he feels can do the work for him. So, on, on United's case, I'm I'm in between because I think for some time now their club is not properly run. That's one point. We've not had the modern structure where everybody's thriving. I could say, as in as in custom, uh, as in the main point to driving space now is the fact that you were able to sign on pa- Patrici. Yes, there's exactly he is pulling all the strings. And it's making everything look as, as, oh, gold, everything is nice. It's because you have him in place. Assuming you didn't have him in place, all these things you are doing wouldn't work. So it, it will take time to build a structure. Look at Liverpool now. 
Uh-huh. I wanted to really mention them when, when you spoke about yeah. yes. So, 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 so it looks like um so maybe just sorry to cut you in there, Peter, but it looks like yeah. Barca need to take a leaflet out, out of the book of Manchester City and let the sporting director set in place you, a condition. Do you know, that do you know the funny the funny thing? Was the funny they have one. Whatever whatever city is doing now, mm-hmm. they learned from Barcelona. They want to bring the Barcelona players. Uh, sorry, <laughs> leadership. The, 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 the Bekistan and the others. Yeah. yeah. So, Riano, so, whatever they are doing now, they took a template from Barca directly. Okay. But I think what has caught up with Barca a bit too is the fact that they are trying to go back to the Tiki Taka, uh, uh, their, their old Tiki Taka, Tito Dito. Uh-huh. Football has moved a bit. Hey, you just move on, Charlie. All right. Anyway, I, I want us to go on to another. They, they have to move on. Okay. They have to move on. Yeah, and we also have to move on to another topic. There's this thing about the returnee, the prodigal sons. We've seen Lukaku go back, Pogba go back, <laughs> Nathan Ake go back. What's this thing about returnee, the saga of the returnee, and why are they all going? Seeming to go back to their former clubs. First, let's it's touch on the, the most high-profile one, Lukaku. Um, maybe Peter. What what what's this whole thing about returnee, returnee stuff? We keep seeing, we are seeing the transfer news. One would I say, is it lack of proper? Um, uh, would I say a plan or? Mm-hmm. I don't know the contesting way to put it, but it seems someone didn't do their homework properly mm-hmm. and they just jumped into the ship. Okay. And yeah. at the end of the day, they are like, okay, this is what I saw outside. This is how it is inside. Lukaku's mm-hmm. case is, is one, one, one example of that. Mm-hmm. He thought the team would be centered around him. Meanwhile, the system was already a functioning system before you came in. So what happens for big players that I know from, from years of following football is that you try to adjust because at the end of the day, it's the coach that's speaking. And there are funny, funny musings and uh, underlining issues that Tuchel was not entirely in favor of the idea and all that. But it's, it's when it, it went wrong before all this is coming to light. So sometimes I think the players jump into the ship without knowing what actually the details are. Okay. And then with Nate, someone like Nathan Ake, he is coming to replace a big figure like Rüdiger. Hema, do you think he's a replacement for Rüdiger? Because Rüdiger was like a mountain in the Chelsea dressing room and on the pitch. You see, when it comes to this Chelsea team, I tend to think it's the system the coach plays that makes the players thrive. Exactly. Before before Tuchel came or took the reins, we also Rudiger and the Lampard. They nearly sold him. I've still been seeing even Rudiger for Germany. He's not what he He's is so, for Chelsea. So exceptional. That's true. Yes. So when I see people saying, I'm not saying Ake can come and replace Rudiger because, well, I saw Ake at Bournemouth. I saw him at City. Some days he had some shaky knees and things, you know. But, you know, the, the drag for football is being consistent and playing, having a consistent play time. That could change everything for him. He knows the club. 
throughout in and out. He grew up there. He learned his trade there. Going back there will help him. But I think the system helps because I've seen Sir that Chelsea they are, they are left side centre back. Let me tell you, that guy can play any team in the Premier League. But for Chelsea, he can play because they are playing a three back which complements them. You get it. So as a replacement, no. As a team player, I just think that if Chelsea loses to Shell, that's bigger than them losing any of their players. Look at this Chelsea team. There is no wonder. I mean, there are days can't take goals missing, but you see some Kovacic or even Jorginho. Jorginho, you know, I have my own issues about that. But you get to have it turns on the days he likes. Timo Werner, the whole season, he won't turn on. You get it, but still, uh, yeah. we are able to get to the, the finals of matches and the others because Tuchel has drilled them in a way to make them very difficult to beat. Mm-hmm. And also, even it makes them difficult to score goals themselves too. So, the team is good. Anybody that comes in will thrive. And now they have Sterling the, who handled the winner part. Okay. Then I think they are okay. So, so as in a replacement, fair enough. But as in for Rudiger, I don't think so. Another returnee, Pogba, we spoke about him last week. He also learned his straight at UVA. And they have so much confidence in him that they are giving him the number 10 shirts. Right. Tell us something about how they are embracing Pogba wholly back and Pogba's enthusiasm to go back to where he made his name. Uh, for this transfer, it's good news for both parties. Because one, Pogba is not having a great time as, at United. Mm-hmm. And then for Juve, they are in a bit of financial crisis and need to balance their books. Pogba coming back is a free transfer. And he, is, he will definitely add some quality to the. Are you in the financial crisis? We we are we are also all over the place, but oh. you you saying that Puba coming back would help us balance the books? Uh, I'm a bit too shocked. Yeah, because you you know why I interjected. Uh-huh. I know that at a point you guys bought a lot, but you bought a lot of overage players on big salaries. I'm a beneficiary no. of that offload. Of Kulusevsky and Rodrigo Bentanko, you right. So no, I think so, you guys. No, this, this is the point. Those players were not bought at a huge prices. Those players, those two, for instance, were were good sales with it. But the problem was someone like Ramsey, someone like uh, Rabiot. All those free free players that came in, we ended up giving them big big salaries that went to affect the overall. So someone like Ramsey, for instance, is on like four hundred thousand pounds a week. Huh. Rabiot is like five hundred thousand pounds a week. Like because they came in free, yeah, salaries were huge, and that affected the whole team. Uh, okay. But you know, like for me, right, the Pogba signing uh-huh. is a perfect signing for Juve. Exactly, Pogba in Italy is it Italy? I'm not saying the, the Premier League, Pogba in any other team will thrive, right? But Manchester United, even you see the other players are also suffering. It's no, that the, it comes with it, like the pressure, the structure. Yeah, man, I, I I don't think it's the pressure. Or the, they they were just uh, what was the name? Woodward was just trigger happy. Oh, with the Pogba transfer. Oh, with, you with, could say that. Of the Marquis signings he did. 
What problem he was does looking to prices? Exactly. For instance, yeah, he's running a business too. Running the thing like like a business entity, Phil Jones and the rest of are all on long, long contracts. What was the meaning of all this? Because letting well, them go means that uh, their share prices would drop. So. Jesus. <laughs> well, but you know that you 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 because you we are passionate about them. We are watching or we we play with them. Uh, we we watch them because for sporting reasons. We feel hurt when we see these things going on. But I think again, Pogba, Pogba to Juve is a straight slot for them. We saw what he did in his first one. The Italian league is a competitive one, but I think Pogba will thrive there. Thank you very much. As always, we try and make our podcast short. So I would like to take a comment from each of you on Barca and the subject of the returnees or the prodigal sons. So let's start with the newest debutant on the show, Peter. What are your last comments? My my thoughts, um, especially on on Paul Pogba, I I am of the view that yes, the system in Juve would help him thrive, unlike when he went to Manu. But there again, he also has a point to prove, and I hope he is able to do that. Thank you very much, Peter, and Bright. Please, let's hear your last thoughts. I want to touch on the Nathan Aki transfer. I think okay. it's a good transfer for the player. One, because Tukro plays the three-back system. Uh, Louis Vanga also plays the three-back system. We are in the World Cup year. And for him to be able to make that first eleven in the Dutch team, he needs to play consistently. I think joining Chelsea will be good for him as a player to make a good name for himself in the Mundial. Secondly, too, I want to touch a little bit on Cristiano Ronaldo. I don't know why he's going. He's, he's running away from the Europa League, but whether he likes it or not, he will be wearing red jersey come this season. Who knows? Maybe he might also do a returnee and also come back to Juve or even, who knows, another previous club, uh, maybe even real Madrid. Uwe is not in the hand for him. <laughs> <laughs> he comes with baggage we don't need. <laughs> Alright. Um, he comes with baggage we don't know. We don't need says the Uwe fan. And lastly, Herman, let's hear your last thoughts as we round up. Uh, for me, I want to... Uh, this is not a retainee, but uh, again, I would like to touch on the transfers I think Chelsea are making especially with the Sterling one. I feel the Sterling one is a good one, but I realized that I don't know why Chelsea are doing that. When they see that a team is almost done with the transfer, they try to go and hijack it. That's, I've that's seen that. <laughs> so I don't, that's what I, I want to comment on. If, and I hope Tuchel doesn't make him you know, the Americans, when they come on board, they are trigger happy. Like Peter said, for them, they just look at the business side of things. And uh, yeah, I've seen that. Uh, is, is this one totally wrapped up, signed, and presented? I don't think so. I don't Sterling? Think, yeah, Sterling. Oh, signed they wrapped it up yeah. just this evening. Wrapped, Not presented, yeah. but they wrapped it up right before we started the show. So oh, okay. that I can confirm. Yeah. Okay. So for me, I just looked at, again, I think Chelsea are making a good. Mark, 
I like the fact that the Pogba is going back to Juve. He'll have his peace of mind and we'll see who Pogba is. Uh, I know he's an yeah. exceptional talent too. So uh, yeah. And, and yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I don't know why the Premier League clubs are contributing money for City to strengthen their their their, their squad. Because right. you can clearly you can clearly see Prime Sterling is going for 55 million pounds. We'll, we'll, we'll have we'll have we'll have uh, and we'll touch on some of these transfers um, next week because I realized we didn't really touch so much. Ellie, don't transfer. mind this uh, MC for that, that, that event center. Don't mind. <laughs> Spotify, <laughs> new camp. camp new. <laughs> Spotify camp new, yeah. Spotify camp new, yes. We'll All also right. do a on Cucurella. Oh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. So thank you very much, Herman, Bryce, and Peter. We've been able to touch on some of the biggest transfers making the rounds and we'll come your way next week again with another update on all the transfer news. And with that, we are out. Dreaming of this